Jack is a revenge porn dude. So if you rip ass super loud, do you think she's going to like that? Welcome to Movie Mugging, the father and son podcast that's ear banging you so hard right now. Didn't we have a... That was in a song, sort of, right? Ear banging? Like one of our songs. like the, For your ears, for your eardrums. It was, it was your part. Oh, it was the... Uh, yeah, it was a Valentine's Day <laughs> special. Uh, what was that line? It was... It was Sliding, like, slipping it in. Slide ear- on in to your ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're going a little harder now. Yeah, we're ear banging you. Yeah, we're we, gonna come in there. At first, we say all the things that you know that we feel like you know we're a gentleman. We're gonna we're just you know we're gonna do this, and now we're just to the point where we're I, gonna court your ears. We're, we're banging your ears. And, yeah. And now we're coming in your eardrums. <laughs> I didn't say that. Hearing blockage. Well, I mean, let's not blow our wad in their ears yet. You know, we got to build up to that. Movie mugging is movie coming. Yeah! I'm so disappointed in you right now. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode 113. I wish I knew the Metallica lead singer's name. James Hetfield. Okay, James Hetfield. <laughs> 113! No, that's more like a preacher, a Southern Baptist preacher. <laughs> and the, the one from Borat, the first Borat. In the name it was of... On the, it was on the TV the other night, and we were actually watching some of it. We did. We watched a little Borat, and I was just as uncomfortable and... <laughs> Disappointed. Yeah, kind of... Mom didn't like it. It didn't make me feel good. Yeah, <laughs> She couldn't watch it. <laughs> I I just, I really like that movie. I know you do. I and gave it a horrible score because that's what it gets, but... I still can't it's believe... It's on, I'll laugh. I still can't believe that you've not played the second one yet. I keep forgetting about it. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> you know, I looked up the other day because you told me that all my movies are movies that I've already seen. That's not true. That's not true. I, not true. So I added up, and, and guess what percentage of movies that I've picked that I've never seen before? 40, 30. 32. Okay. 32% of the movies I've shown, Great. I've never seen before. And but 68% is a vast majority. It is a vast majority, but you made it sound like that I never picked movies that, that we haven't seen well, or that, that I haven't seen. I know you do. But. So I'm just calling your bullshit on it, is... is <laughs> Just you just love calling my bullshit. publicly. I do, I do. All right. Well, this is not bullshit. It's time for lobby time with Vincent Jack. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. <laughs> See, I changed it again. Necessary change. Yeah. Uh, a couple things. Uh, a couple episodes ago, uh, and my sister, <laughs> she sent us a text. She said, thanks, now I know what your balls look like, or something like that. Like For like the vivid picture. Yeah. So we, we talked about uh, grooming our nuts. And uh, lo and behold, what pops up in, in Google or Manscaped. when I'm on Instagram or something like that. Yeah. Manscaped, it says your balls will thank you. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was kind of funny. Uh, some of their products... 
They have the lawnmower, lawnmower 3000. 4.0. Oh, 4.0. They have the weed whacker. They have the crop shaver. They have the plow. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I've heard a lot about them because it's a very popular YouTube video sponsor. And there's a channel I've been watching recently where uh, like, he'll showcase a movie that has a ton of gore in it. So he can't get ads on it because YouTube mm-hmm. won't do that. So he has to get a sponsor so he can still make like some money off the video. And I've seen Manscaped like three or four times today on we his sh- videos. We should call them up. What better sponsor for us than Manscaped? And we're two hairy butt dudes. Right? Right? I'll use their product and I'll uh, I would too. And, and I'll come on and endorse the hell out of it if the Lawnmower 4.0 does a, a good job. And it doesn't hurt me. Dude, I, that might be worth an email, right? I mean, yeah, eventually. What do you mean eventually? Get on board now while, while the yeah. price is cheap. That's what you do. You buy when the price is low. <laughs> Another year or two, man. Yeah. They won't be able to afford we'll it. Have, they'll have movie mugging themed manscape. Yeah. We could do a challenge too. Like we could do a full body shave and <laughs> get a gallon Ziploc bag for each of us. And whoever oh. fills it more is the winner. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. That'd be fun because we could report on how well it worked. And uh, yeah, be good. All right. So I did have some other stuff for the lobby today, but I got on Instagram today and I. I've been doing a terrible job on social media. I know I say it all the time. I just suck. I was at it, okay. To say. So if you send me anything on, uh, like through DM on Instagram, I- I'm going to get to it, but it may not be that day or the next day. Just every every now and then, I I get on there. So we can't afford to do that. Well, I'm too busy on TikTok to be real honest. You know, <laughs> we're not uh, uber famous because they don't answer their DMs. But we can't afford to do that until we are also oh. worldwide celebrities. Okay. Well. There's not just a whole lot of people DMing us. So, <laughs> but I did hear from uh, our friend Gary in Oklahoma, and uh, he has a question, not just an Ask Jack question, but a question of both of us. Would you rather have every fart smell terrible or be really loud? Mm, smell terrible. Really? Why? Because I can just hold in my farts. No, no, come on. I guess you can just hold that, in that, your farts yeah, either way. That, that's a cop out. The farts are coming. They're either going to be really loud or they're going to smell terrible. Um. Well, so I'm just thinking about public settings. <laughs> well, but then you. What about also, intimate settings? But you would lose the you would lose the power to have a funny sounding fart though. Yeah. <laughs> but that's such a. They're both double edged swords. Um, the silent fart I feel like is nicer for public situations because you don't really have the ability to like make your fart sound like it came from anywhere else besides you. So if it's really loud, that'd be awesome. Then though. everyone's going to know it's you. Yeah. Yeah. But if if you leave the the horrible smell somewhere and you move quickly <laughs> uh with purpose but not enough purpose to raise suspicion, then I think you'll you you can get away with it. I think you're, they're going to find it out pretty quick. Like if you're in a group of friends and like you, well, friends, it doesn't matter. Okay, you just well, fart and you don't tell anybody, and then it doesn't matter. It's just funny. Well, like today, <laughs> so you get up this morning, and what do you do? You, I ordered Taco Bell. Yeah, you ordered three beef burritos, yeah. and you ate Value all of meal. them before lunchtime, and you've been farting like <laughs> crazy today, and, and they've been loud. Yeah, one of them was really weird sounding too. Yeah, so they've been back to back to back to back to back, and I would miss that. Well, I would okay, miss the but loud so fart. so if you're doing the silence back to back to back to back, you can't just get up every time you have to fart, fart, and then walk away and crop dust or try to dilute it. Well, my public setting is like 
like at the store or something or like at like the mall or some shit. What? And there's like maybe there's a crowd of people in a store and you're in the crowd. But you got to think ahead you of time fart too. And you move through the You know, say you're start with a mosh pit behind you. Say a girl wants to come over and Netflix and chill for the first time and y'all are in the bedroom. Either way and- you're screwed. <laughs> Not really. So if you rip ass super loud, do you think she's going to like that? I think she's going to like it better than smelling something really terrible. Because that's going to reflect even more poorly upon you. But at the same time, everyone else in the world besides you, if you take the loud path, has to try to make farts loud most of the time. (laughs) Not all the time. Not all (laughs) the time, but you got to... A lot of times you'll push it out real hard and it'll be really loud. So if you're doing that, she's going to think you're, like, proud of it and you're, like, being gross. So I think that's not a very good... But but some couples, they like to fart back and forth. After They're, they've been married for fucking five years. I don't years. know. I don't, I don't know. I, I think they break the fart barrier and then they have a good time with it. I, like, I, like my sister and brother-in-law. They fart around each other all the time. I don't think I've ever heard her fart. Well, I think hers meant mostly silent but deadly. I was gonna say, like I've heard him fart. He's fart on people, burps on people. Yeah, but I bet she's, I bet she's farted out loud on him. Yeah, and I bet she farts out loud in front of your cousin. But I, I my mom doesn't fart in front of me. But there's no, she didn't fart in front of me either. But there, there's no way. <laughs> that's so. That's impossible to choose. I disagree. I'm the gonna go. Ones are better for different. Look, I'm gonna go places. with the loud farts because then it, at least I can bring people joy. Right, I guess that's, and, and, that and would be my reasoning, too. I don't mind being that guy who farts out loud, and it's funny a lot of the time. It <laughs> might get old, but if you have a really horrible smell associated with you, it's going to be really hard yeah. to have people want to hang around you. And the, the loud fart, I, I would very much miss being able to fart loudly. So <laughs> yeah. I, I'd have to take that one, Because it's funny. And also in the, that st- in the store that one time. Oh, real loud. Yeah. And was, he tried to pretend it was me. Yep. Yeah. Well, I didn't pre- try We've to pretend it was you. have done multiple things that are just weird in that story. You've ripped ass extremely <laughs> loud. I think probably one of the loudest farts I've ever heard in person. <laughs> and then I got like the the compression underwear with the big, like they're wearing like triple XL cups in their underwear and they have yeah. washboard abs and uh-huh. talking to you. With you it. kept sticking it in my face saying, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I farted really, really loud in that store, but you got you were like, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, dude, they're never going to look at the two of us and think that was me. They're going to look at the teenager and think it was him. So I just, well, I didn't have a care in the world. I don't know. They would look at the kid and think it's the kid, but the yeah. teenager? No, man. I they're, was they're, like fucking 16. Yeah. And you're the devious old man. Yeah, they don't that know might I'm not devious. even be his father. They don't know I'm devious. They don't. <laughs> They look at me. I, I'm a clean cut dude. Nobody, nobody would ever look at me and go, "That guy talks about vibrators and, and dicks and anal sex on a podcast." That would never. <laughs> if happen. you didn't say on a podcast, they wouldn't think that. Okay, if you're an adult, you've probably talked about those three things. Am I immature? Like, like I know there's other guys my age that have dark and dirty senses of humor, but sometimes I listen to our podcast and I'm like, "Am I?" And like seventh grade, <laughs> what? Well, some what? of the humor is seventh grade, but seventh grade sticks with you for the rest of your life. That's just one of those grades where you remember some of the stuff that happened there, and you'll always remember what the kind of humor was in middle school. Yeah, and so if it stays funny, farts are relevant to everybody. I don't know. I, I just wonder what some people think, <laughs> but I don't really give a shit. I'm just, I'm just curious. Yeah. All right. Got anything else for the lobby? Mm-mm. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. So today's movie came out in 2010. Okay. It is not rated. Hmm. It has a runtime of two hours and 23 minutes. <laughs> you said, damn it, in my last one, which is like two hours, six. It felt like that six was, hours, that two. That was before you knew that it was going to feel way longer than yeah. that. 81% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb, and 92% of Google users like this movie. Those were those numbers weren't as good as mine last week. Okay. All right. <laughs> so uh, I'll put this one up against yours any day. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Let's see. So you've seen it. No, I have not. Oh. All right. All right. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. Um, a pornographic film shown briefly shows a man having sex with a woman. Both their genitals are pixelated or blurred. A man watching masturbates to it. We only see his buttocks for a few seconds, and that's all I'm going to tell you. Okay. This movie is called I Saw the Devil. All right. All right. You know what time it is now? Yeah. What's this movie about? I really want to know what you think it's about. Thank you, Elton John, again. I, for <laughs> to say, I'm still impressed you got him to do that yeah. for you. Yeah. He must have heard our Rocket Man episode. Just really liked us. Oh. Like, I really appreciate you guys. <laughs> I'm do this song for you <laughs> for free. Just because I like you chaps. Yeah, he he did it because he's a big fan. <laughs> All right. Um, Answer away. I saw the devil. Um, it has to be some sort of religious movie about anti-masturbation. Dude, you're not even trying. <laughs> he, he, he saw the devil and then he went blind afterward. And so this is a, <laughs> the, explaining the dangers of masturbating. So this is, I, I, this there, is what I, I get. literally nothing to go off but of. But you what have you? a fantastic imagination. <laughs> I, there's a nun who barges in the room after. His eyes are bleeding and hollow. And there's cum. And she hits him with a ruler? <laughs> yeah, on the hand. There's nothing. I have the title. Fair enough. When I have nothing and I don't get to just make, I don't know, I guess I... I kind of hoed you on that one. No, you know what? It, <laughs> it's funny, though. It's not easy, right? No. So, well, you get a little bit of information. And you gave I, me one Mormon mother's thing. I don't know. <laughs> you know, sometimes you might have a good answer, and sometimes you might have... You know, it's not a bad answer. What did you say for last episode? <laughs> for I, hard-boiled. Oh, I said it was a guy who was going to be wrongly accused of something, <laughs> yeah. and he was going to have to like go against the people who are accusing him. There's going to be lots of shooting, lots of fighting, one fast car chase. and Well, you did that based off of what I pick, and I have a, yeah. I have a type. <laughs> yeah, you do. You really don't. No. You like good movies. <laughs> I think you like good movies, too. You just don't like to pick good movies. And I like movies with gore, fast cars, fighting, cool fighting. So that doesn't count Steven Seagal. That's all I really got. Not even a really a guess, but I didn't really know what to do. All right. Well, that was... What's this movie about? I really want to know. What you think it's about? <laughs> so good. I love it. I love it. All right. Before we take a movie mug and pause, I picked this movie for a couple reasons. Number one, you're in a shit mood today. So this is a movie that I picked that I believe is going to check all of your boxes. I was in a shitty mood earlier. I'm doing mm -hmm. a lot better. No, no, you you are, or else we wouldn't have done this thing. Yeah. Two, I took a uh, page out of your book. I've never seen this movie, mm -hmm. but based on what I have seen or what I've read, I think it's going to be a good movie. Fuck. 
So I That's so bad because no, no, no. this so, is gonna make me look bad. Yeah. So what I'm saying is <laughs> I'm gonna I, I, I plan to beat you at your own game. If I do, then I want next week's pick also. <laughs> bullshit. No, no. If this turns out to be a really <laughs> good bullshit, I don't one, accept. I did I picked this movie for you. This isn't the movie that I would have picked today. I didn't tell you to pick it for me so you can suck it up when I don't accept your stupid challenge. Really? I want next week. I okay. Don't, uh, yeah, so today's I don't, I movie. I have a list of like 30 ish and you have a list of right, fucking that, 200. No, that's fine. Today's movie came out in 1999. It's rated PG. Do you actually. If you don't want to go with what I what Did I you want. actually set up for me to say no? You're like, all right, I got option number two. Damn right I did. Fuck. Let's watch your movie. Fuck you. So I get next week. Pretend it's bad. Okay, I totally didn't have anything. I, <laughs> I kind of felt like you're faking it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Then I I didn't shake your hand. Your sleazy little grubby hand. I'll tell you what. Don't answer yet. <laughs> if this movie turns out to be fucking kick ass and it checks all your okay. boxes, will will you award me next week's sure. movie? Sure. Okay. Well, let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a movie market pause. And we are back after watching 2010's I Saw the Devil. Yep. Well, let me give the 50 cent tour, and then we can get into the... Yeah, uh, get it out of the way. ...the franken-beans of this. I don't know what that means. All right, so this movie is about a... Just relax over there. Well, I shook my head because you said franken-beans, and then I had no idea what it meant. Yeah. Like, I let's just get into the good part. The, the meat inner. and potatoes. Yes. I guess that's what I meant. I don't know where franken-beans came like from. beans. No, I don't. That's a Weezer song, though. Frank and Beans, I think. They didn't know that. I eat my dinner with a Frank and Beans. Something like that. Right, yeah. 50 Cent Tour. Weezer. Look it up. Keep it focused. All right, so this movie is about a, oh gosh, one of the most ruthless, evil pieces of shit I've ever seen in a movie. Serial killer. My gosh. Mm -hmm. And uh, hates women, man. Apparently, just yeah. Once, uh, just gives them a painful, ugly death. So... It starts out with this lady on the side of the road, and she's talking to her fiancé, and her car has a flat tire. Dude pulls up, asks her if she needs help. She says no. Then he comes and bashes in her windshield, gets her, takes her back to his fucking dungeon, mm -hmm. and kills her, dismembers her. It's it's fucking brutal. Yeah. It's, it's really fucking brutal. Turns out she is the daughter of the retired chief of police and the fiancé to a secret agent. Yeah, which is the main character from A Better Sweet Life. Yeah, yeah, much better in this, huh? Yeah. So the secret agent tracks him down, fucks him up really, really bad, mm -hmm. and then lets him go. After he puts a tracking a capsule in his... Just so yeah. he can continually fuck him up and torture him, let him go again, fuck him up, torture him, let him go again. But the tables kind of get turned because the guy finds out he's got a tracker, so he shits it out and then goes after the secret agent's family. Yeah. So we'll get into the more particulars here in a little bit. Let me see what the internet has to say. On a dark road, taxi driver Kyung Chul mm -hmm. comes across a scared female motorist stranded in a broken down vehicle. He pulls over, but not to help her. When the woman's head is discovered in a local river, her devastated fiance, I'm not going to be very good at pronouncing these names, um, Kim Soo Hyung. Sweet. Yeah. A trained secret agent becomes obsessed with hunting down her killer. Once he finds Kyung Chul, things get twisted. After brutally beating the murderer, Kim lets him go free, and the demented game of cat and mouse begins. First off, he's not a taxi driver. 
No, he's, he's not. He's a school bus driver. Uh, yeah. Which is, oh, Makes gosh. it pretty bad. Yeah, because he takes one of the schoolgirls And is about to, like, rape her. Oh, gosh. So, man. But bittersweet life guy basically catches him in the nick of time and then beats him. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I just can't say enough how horrible this serial killer is in this movie. Yeah. It is so tense whenever he's on screen. He's just an awful, awful person, and he figures out that that he's being hunted. Yeah, and I think when he figures it out, he kind of smiles because he's just. He he's, said he called it amusing. He's so fucking demented and just. I mean, he was great at it. Holy oh, shit, yeah. he was fucking great at it. Can you imagine being that dude's mom in real life, the actor, or being his wife and watching him in this movie? And being no. okay with being in the same bed with him? It would or, just feel so weird. Oh, my gosh. You got to have a very good separation of work and life. Oh, I, I think if I was in this movie, I would tell Olivia, hey, don't watch this movie. Yeah. Okay? Just, you enjoy this oh, nice house we live in? You, you enjoy anyway. this nice Bentley you get to drive? Just <laughs> don't don't watch this movie. She would hate this movie. Oh, she, she hates listening to our podcast half the time. Yeah, she'd be sick to her stomach. Watching, whether you're in it or not, watching oh. this movie. She couldn't, that's what I was trying to say. No, she'd have tapped out 10 minutes into this thing, oh, yeah. for sure. As soon as the creepy guy pulled up and was like, hey, I can change your tire, and then went back to his car and didn't leave, she'd be done. He just sat there. He just sat, sat in there. his car. Oh, and then he just appeared and just broke it open with a hammer. And then broke open her head with the hammer and then <sighs> took her. There's a lot of bludgeoning in this movie. Yeah, so let's let's just talk about it real, real quick. Because last week, you you came up with a, uh, a subtitled uh, Asian movie mm -hmm. with uh, a lot of shooting. You were kind of going for something, you know, your, your usual. I was going for some sort of actual action flick that was fun to watch. Yeah, so this one, Korean movie with subtitles, has the bittersweet life. Is it Bittersweet Life? Yeah, that's what the guy was. Okay, I, I still think of Zach and Cody whenever I say <laughs> that. Um, revenge, gore, boom. Checks all those boxes, right? I ain't tried. No, you shut the fuck up. I you, was... I, look, look, I, look, look, hold up, hold up, hold up. You don't even let me talk. Well, I know, but just you... You never like an ending. I got catfished. You didn't get catfished. Movie, uh, you, maybe you didn't. Are you me? No, I got catfished. You, you're a sucker for horrible endings. I'm not. You're like, oh, that was great though, and I'm like, that was dog shit. It was poetic. Not really. <sighs> Some poetry has to be dark and dirty, and this one was not at all. All right. So, well, first of all, there's four suspects, and the secret agent goes yeah. after the first one, figures out it's not him, but knows that he's he done some bad shit him. before. So he hits him in the balls with a wrench. And, and dude turns yeah. himself in and says, hey, I've done this shit. The next guy didn't really show what they do. Oh, he just ties him up and leaves after well, he hits him with his car. Oh. The guy on the motorcycle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he goes on to the third guy, which is the guy, breaks into his house, so tense. He's searching through his shit. There's like these... Um, file cabinets. File cabinets that are padlocked, and he breaks into it and finds a bunch of purses, shoes, and belongings, mm -hmm. and women, yep. bras. Oh, a bloody bras. One of them. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, in that house later, he opens a door, which goes through a broken hole in the wall, 
which is then the torture type dungeon where everything happens and he finds his fiance's ring yes. in like a bloody drainage like sewer pipe. And the door opened right, by itself, which kind of freaked us out. I and thought the guy just, was there. You're just ready for this guy to hit him with a baseball bat or to put a bag over his head. And we were both so tense. And then it cuts to a different scene, and both of us were like, oh. <laughs> we, we, yeah. we didn't realize. We were holding our breath that whole time. Yeah. So he does finally track him down. Uh, the guy has kidnapped a schoolgirl and is about to rape her. And dude shows up, calls his name where, where he can't see him. And he, and he gets up, and, and... The guy has a killer... Well, we'll call him killer, and we'll call him bittersweet or secret agent. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Killer pulls out a sickle. Yeah. And they're just, like, in this greenhouse area with a bunch of this white overhead lights mm-hmm. and all the plants, and they're just staring at each other. And then they start fighting. Secret agent dodges literally everything. Mm-hmm. Only gets punched in the side a couple times, and he just grits his teeth and beats the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Breaks uh, his wrist. So, yeah, after he suffocates him in cellophane and slams his face against a rock on the ground mm-hmm. a bunch of times. Yep. And then he picks up this big-ass rock and is about to bury it in the guy's head. And then he gets his idea, puts that tracker capsule uh, in his mouth, and then starts the cat-and-mouse game. Yes. So next time, the guy drives to a, a doctor to get his broken arm fixed. Mm-hmm. And then as he goes to get his prescription or whatever, he, there's this young girl there, and he's just fucking putting on that creepy, creepy vibe. How old are you? Do you have a boyfriend? Because you don't know how to do it, do you? Mm. And then later on, she goes into a room. He's there. And he's starting to try and do it with her. Yeah. And then our superhero our secret team. agent walks in. Beats his ass again. Puts a scalpel uh, in like that little area between uh, the back of your leg and your Achilles and then mm-hmm. rips it out. Uh, and then the nurse lady is about to run out and he's like, wait, he'll he'll need to be treated after this mm-hmm. because he just wants to get his ass so many times. Was that before or after the taxi scene? Oh, that oh, I think that, that was, was after. Yeah, that was after. So basically the first time he wakes up, he leaves his dungeon and is hitchhiking and no one's stopping. And then there's a a taxi picks him up and the guy's like, you need a ride? You're not going to see any other cars out here. Like, you're really lucky that this taxi was here to pick you up. And uh, Killer has a knife in his uh, pocket and he gets in the passenger seat. He's looking at the guy in the back who's looking really sinister and the driver's talking a million miles a minute and saying like, oh, he keeps saying, oh, you're so lucky to the killer. And he's like, you know what? I think you're damn unlucky. And then stabs him like four times and then stabs a guy in the back like six times and then stabs a driver again like eight more times and then the guy in the back 14 more times. It's fucking brutal. And the car's swerving and there's blood fucking going everywhere and you just keep hearing the squishy stabs. And it was insane. Then the car wrecks. He opens the trunk and there's a fucking dead body in the trunk. Yeah, these guys in the cab, they were bad dudes. Yeah. And they thought that they just picked up some prey. But fucking crazy knows crazy. And he figured it out pretty quick that he was about to get got. And so, yeah, he went on the offensive. It just fucking That was the best scene in the movie. Brutal, 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 brutal. Without a doubt. Brutal. I don't know any other scene that could really top that. That was just chaos embodied into a movie scene. Yeah. And it was fun as hell to watch. And then you realize, oh, shit, they were bad people. Makes it even better. Yeah. So after dude cuts his Achilles, they patch him up, and he just leaves him in a cab just in a parking lot somewhere. Yeah. 
And so the guy hitchhikes to one of his friend's house. Who's a cannibal. Who's a cannibal. Has a freezer of legs and torsos and stuff. And fresh bodies. And he's like, oh, I just... He's like, oh, I guess I ate all the guts because he's going to prepare his next meal. And he's like, oh, well, opens a closet with a chained up girl and Gosh. is about to kill her. And basically secret agent saves him then too. Uh, basically attaches the guy to a wooden table via screwdriver through the hand <laughs> and then ties him up. And was like, what were you saying? What was it? Hands, then the feet, and then the head? He's like, that's what I'm going to do to you. But then, of course, our uh, evil killer friend was upstairs and... Her, had a feeling or heard a racket and somehow had a triple barrel shotgun, um, shot it three times and then reloaded, basically saved his cannibal friend. Oh, maybe Korean shotguns are different than uh, American shotguns. Yeah, one of the know. two barrels that ha- and one barrel has two shells in it. Maybe. I don't know. That's, it it was, a lot of sense. I mean, that didn't really take me out of it. It was kind <laughs> of like, take I mean, me we, out of we it noticed either, it for sure. But, but it was just like, what the, f- I, I was waiting for it to happen. This movie was dark. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, dark and fucking gore. Lots of gore. Just right up your alley as far as that stuff goes. And it was right up my alley, but like there was a lot of the realistic stuff, like the Achilles cut and head bashing and all that. Um, definitely a, like a torture porn kind of movie. But I needed more. Whenever there's movies and there's just the most despicable human being you think you've ever seen and they get away easy as hell, after the whole movie has been built around the narrative of torturing him to death, and then he gets off easy as hell, that pissed me off a well, lot. Well, all right, so let's get and to I, that. I said at one part of the movie when he woke up in the cab or whatever and the game had started or something, I can't remember when I said it, but I was like, yeah, you win. You can get next week. Mm-hmm. But I've completely 360'd from that. Really? Or 180'd from that. <laughs> let's, let's talk it out, all right? Okay. So, and I don't think I'll budge because this was dog shit. Yeah, it infuriates you that I'm just have different tastes when you can love a movie all the way through, and then one thing doesn't go your way at the end, and it just and fucks it, the whole movie. But it's because the ending is always so closely tied to the entire story, and it just I don't know. Okay, well let let's get to it. So it's like I I literally feel like I got catfished. Right. It was so so good. And then I finally like drive to go meet the person, and it's just like a fat old guy, <laughs> and he has a nasty come over and a stained wife beater on. It's uh, like, you see what I'm saying, though? I see what you're was saying. Was that a horrible analogy, like the rest of? No, mine? it was actually one of your best analogies that because I was you've completely catfished by this movie. Uh, it was so good. We were just getting those sexual texts. I, I try what? to I try to call. Oh, no, I can't talk right now. Okay, well it's just still looking good. Oh, you're okay. <laughs> I'm just going along with the catfish narrative. It's like I'm not getting any sexual texts here in this movie. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, yeah. So bad guy finds out that there's a tracker in him. He diarrheas it out, and then he he digs through it to find yeah. the tracker, and then he puts the tracker in some other guy that he beats his ass. Then he goes after the family mm-hmm. of the girl that he killed at the very beginning. He bashes in the police chief's head with a fucking weight. Yeah, dumbbell. Oh, that was rough. Then his daughter shows up and he kidnaps her and takes her. And then he calls and talks to our hero and then basically says, uh, you know, I'm going to kill her and then I'm going to turn myself in. So he hauls ass and pretty cool scene. 
Dude's out in the street. He's got his hands up. The yeah. police are about to arrest him because they're waiting for him to turn himself in. He backs up into a, like a pile of bricks to to knock his car door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then drives by and just grabs him before the police can get him. And he's and I was so excited right then. Yeah. That's whenever I I was so like, yes, like we're gonna get the fucking torture that we want and deserve. So they're and then you don't. So they're driving down the road and you just see the road passing. And I was like, oh, this better not be the way it ends. Lo and behold, they take him back to his original torture place and he's got them all tied up. He puts a cigarette out in his forehead. Then the guy's talking shit, so he stabs him like through, through the, the cheek the, with yeah, the screwdriver. Yeah. And dude's just it's a, just a steady stream of blood. And he's already fucked up. He's he's bleeding all over the place. We don't know what happened to him before. Well, he was already covered in blood when he was about to get turned in. But but it was relatively dry, like around his yeah. face. He was bloody as hell. So our hero could have just I mean, he had to fucking put him out. But even if you beat the shit out of him, that's not enough. All right, so here's how it ends. He rigs it to where there's he's got a rope in his mouth that's attached to the door, and there's a guillotine, which you saw earlier, cut he, off he used, somebody's head. Yeah. So that's in his mouth. Then he calls the guy's family. Which he met them previously yeah. looking for the guy. So his mom, his dad, and son. his son, and says... I guess tells him to, to come to the house or whatever. Yeah. So they're about to open the door, and he realizes his family's out there. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, don't open the door. Don't make Because he, he, it's if they open the door, it's going to rip the thing out of his mouth, mm-hmm. which is then going to cut off his head. Yeah. And so, yeah, they open the door, and it chops off his head, and his head rolls at them, and they scream. And then, yeah, you're supposed to feel fulfilled at that okay, point. Okay, so that wasn't good enough for you. Let, let me just talk about how it was good enough for me. Okay, this guy's saying, I don't feel anything. You can't get to me. So what does he do? He, he brings his family. So not Who only... He abandoned, it, though. I don't but, understand. But, not, but he's, he was like, Secret Mom, right? Yeah, I know. And, and yeah. Son, you know. So he knows that they see him in that form. He knows that they're about to kill him. He knows that they're going to see his head roll. So those are the thoughts that are going through his mind right as he dies. I like that. And I like that too. I like that because what he, else could he have he done? Found a way to get to him. He could have hurt him real bad first. Okay, so without, <laughs> if you're new to us, Jack is a revenge porn dude, and not, I'm not talking. <laughs> what the? Fuck? I, no, no I, I'm not talking about. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, I'm a sucker <laughs> for a good revenge story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I know what the opening is. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, Jack don't, doesn't do porns with, with girls and then release it. I is guess. that what a revenge porn... Yeah, like, I, I, like, I guess, like, yeah, like you... cheat on you or something. Yeah, and then you... It. Yeah, and then you, you drop you it. You send so, it to their family. Uh-huh. So that's <laughs> that's not... Yeah, I, I, I misspoke. So... Completely, completely talked about something completely different. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> look, Jack's not a psychopath. He's not a sociopath. He doesn't really want to hurt people in real life, but he gets off on torture and revenge movies. I mean, okay, not, not sexually. Okay, what? you know <laughs> what, what I'm was... you know what I'm getting at though. You're he... really sticking with the <laughs> porn thing. I know, if you hear like, oh, he gets off to that. What are you gonna think? <laughs> well, you gotta watch your fucking mouth. I don't know, man. man. Where, there, where there's smoke, there's fire. So I, I think oh, maybe I might on. be speaking the truth a little bit just on accident. So. I don't have a pillow over here for watching gory revenge movies, okay? I don't have to cover my lap. But is it safe to say 
that if there was a genre that would be your favorite, it would be the perfect revenge movie with gore. Yes. Okay. All right. And so, probably. Probably. All right. I like comedy too and <laughs> horror movies. Yeah. Romantic comedies as well. Yeah, apparently. All right. So. Your development. Tell me why you hated the ending so much and tell me how you would have wanted it to end. I, I hated it because the guy didn't get hurt enough. And the whole story promises his pain, and he the only pain he receives is like a little bit of mental anguish and then a painless death. Well, a like screwdriver that, through the all, cheek sucks. But he said it, but he was like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, that he's, doesn't do anything to He's me. talking shit, though. Of course yeah. it matters. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, this whole movie is, oh, catch and release, torture, and then release him, torture, then release him. And he was like, your nightmare's just getting started. That's what our hero was saying to the killer. Like, this is nothing. I'm just getting started. He said those words, like, three, I think three separate times throughout the movie. And it's like, well, when, when are you going to be more into the torture? Never. He doesn't. Okay. This whole movie is built on the narrative of this guy is going to fucking feel so much pain. He's going to get tortured. And even the, the fucking hero says to his face when he has him fully captured in his own torture dungeon, he says, I, I'm going to torture you so bad and I'm going to kill you at your most painful moment, which I guess he sort of did, but it was mental pain. That's not what I wanted to see. I was not watching this movie with the promise of torture to watch mental torture. He had fucked him up the whole entire movie and it got to a point to where he realized I fucked so much shit up People close to me are dead because of me. I think he just wanted a way to end it and for it to be over because it turned him into something that he wasn't. He's he's a normal human being. But it's being. a movie. He uh, well, yeah, it's please a movie. Please the viewers. <sighs> I was pleased. Please all the viewers. I, I would say. not have wanted to watch him rip his teeth out one by one. And, I would and, have liked a montage. Uh, <laughs> uh, Push it to the limit. I just was given false promises throughout the movie. I'm just getting started. Well, you basically, like, the worst thing he did to him throughout the movie was, like, I guess knock him out with, like, this, like, not even, I guess, like, metal-ish pipe. He uh, cut like, his Achilles, and, man. And he cut his Achilles. That's the two worst things you get to see. Well, I guess the screwdriver is probably the worst. Yeah. But there needed to be, like... Broke his wrist? I suggested... Strangled him? Okay, that's, that's not even... He didn't strangle him to death. Bashed his head into a rock. I mean, it's not enough. But just, just stop because you loved all that. You loved it all. So don't go back and act like that wasn't enough at the time because it absolutely at the was. Time things change. But but you can't go back to all of the sexy texts that you got from that person catfishing you and say that those weren't those weren't great at the time because they were. Yeah, and then I see the old fat guy open the door, and you think I'm going to go back and reminisce on the the good times with old fat guy yeah. and his fake booty pics. They were great at the time. Yeah. They were great appetizers. You weren't complaining. Like, the appetizers were great, and then the five-star meal that they delivered was, like, the f fucking horrible. It was awesome, too. You just didn't like the dessert. There was no dessert in this movie. <sighs> the dessert would have been my way. Would, another and 20 the, minutes, we'd still be watching this. He's yanking out all his fingers off his hand. I mean, there come on. It, it has to stop somewhere, dude. I... <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. And you're just completely denying all my points. And I said, I agree with your point. You're just an asshole. <laughs> yeah, maybe I am.
<laughs> it just it disappoints me. It has how, to, dude, how, stop talking, Dad. It has to end somewhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate that you can't enjoy a movie that you enjoy all the way through because the ending is not exactly how you would like it to be. Well, with revenge movies, they tend to lead me on, and that's why I get so upset. Because, like, Gladiator, like, that guy was so despicable, and then they just give you a crappy ending that wasn't enough. That's a much it's, harder ending to stomach than this one. It's it's never enough for me. Whenever there's a revenge movie and you just hate, hate, hate this person, you get to watch them behind the scenes do all this horrible shit. Like, this movie was the most catfished out of all of them because they were, like, promising the torture. Oh, I'm just getting started, buddy. After he did some pretty annoying, horrible things to him, which I was just saying wasn't enough because, in the grand scheme, it wasn't. But at the time, like, I was eating that shit up. It was great. I was giddy because I was finally going to get that movie that goes as far as I was hoping some of these other movies would have. And then it just didn't. Like, that's why I got so mad at this one is because all of the false hope and all of the broken promises that were made to me. Maybe you just have unrealistic expectations. And I feel like I do a little bit until I saw a chopped up innocent lady body on the ground. And then I was like, well, that's worse than what I would have fucking had done. So it made me feel like my expectations weren't too outlandish, you know? By showing me the worst, probably the worst gore I've ever seen, I was like, okay, this goes beyond all of what I could expect. So that made it even worse, too. All right, man, let's uh, let's tap the brakes real quick on the on the gore and the torture. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> this might be a little downer. Uh, yeah, it kind of seems like it. So what do you say we uh, switch gears and get into a little uh, Ask Jack? Sure. So most of the questions for Ask Jack comes from our uh, buddies over at the Film Stripping Podcast, Chris and Erica. Uh, but this time is no different. It is also from Chris and Erica. So let me get to it. Okay, now I don't even know if you know who these people are, Jack. So I don't know if I'm aging myself. Shag Mary Kill, Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez, or M. Beyonce. Well, of course he knows who they are. He's talked about how he has a crush on all of them on the show. Okay, I get. Okay, you're right. <laughs> hmm. That's a good one. So it's Shag Mary Kill, Ariana Grande. Is it Ariana or Ariana? Ariana. Ariana. Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez, and Beyonce. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. All right. That's easy. It is? Yeah, because in today's day and age, Beyonce is kind of old now. If we go back to like gold member, it'd be a little bit harder (laughs) to choose. But I'm going to have to kill her. No, no, no. Actually, I kill Selena Gomez. Really? I marry Ariana Grande, and then I shag Beyonce. Really? I think that's my choice, yeah. Okay, explain. Ariana's always hot. Mm-hmm. And and the rules we played, we played fuck, marry, kill at school all the time. And the rules of marriage is what married couple doesn't shag, you know? But so that means, like, I, I get to shag more than once. But didn't you used to masturbate to Wizards of Waverly Place? I did not. Oh, no. Oh, that was I, me. I'm sorry. That's weird. <laughs> that's a joke. Shit, <laughs> they, dude. They weren't even... They're 18 when they're making Fucking that. joke, man. But Selena Gomez, man, you... Dude, she was your... When? Right, she was on that show, right? Yeah. Okay, that's Selena. Go- who's the yeah. Who's the girl who was on a High School Musical? What's that girl's name? That's um, I'm not her. She. I get those two mixed up. Her name was Gabriella in the movie, right? Yes. 
fuck. I uh, something Hutchins. Yes. Oh, fuck, I forgot her name. <laughs> Vanessa. Vanessa Hudgens. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it took a long time. Yeah. I, I get those two more than up. ever like Selena Gomez. Oh yeah? Okay. Yeah, definitely. All right. So uh switch those two out then. That's not what I'm answering their questions. You can ask me questions later. I just did. I said later. <sighs> all right. So like Beyonce was your first crush. Yeah. Like you were all like over first that. Grade. In uh Pink Panther and then in yeah. Austin Powers, dude. Whenever she would come on. Like, you weren't even supposed to have those feelings for girls yet. <laughs> but when she would come on, man, you would stop down and just, you were glued to the TV. And yeah, she's Beyonce. Do you think you could handle Beyonce? Probably not. <laughs> would you be intimidated if Beyonce was like, come on! <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'd Get be, up in here, Jack. I'd be intimidated if anyone did that. <laughs> I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. What, what words would, would, would you prefer her to say? Uh, would you rather drive here or have Jay-Z pick you up? <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> That's what I'm lo- like looking it. to hear. All right. Sound like Chris had a question as well. So uh, let's find out what his question was. Okay, Jack, shag, marry, kill. Okay, so you know you got to shag one, you got to marry one, and then you got to kill one. So I'm going to go with 1997 Lenny Kravitz, oh 2007 Lenny Kravitz, and 2020 Lenny Kravitz. You got to shag one, you got to marry one, and you got to kill one. You want to shag the 70s Lenny Kravitz for sure. No, no, 1997. 1997 Le- Lenny Kravitz for sure. You think so? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I do. Depends on what kind of shag you're looking for, I think. I'm looking for a one and done's. <laughs> one and done's. Then get it up, get it if, out. You know, if that's the Jeez. case, you wow. might want to go for the 2020 Lenny Well, no, Kravitz. I want it to be boring. Well, don't work it out for him. Why okay, are you sorry. working it out sorry. for him? Sorry, you just talked about having sex with Lenny Kravitz and I got carried away. I'm you sorry. You sure did. Jeez. <laughs> okay. So what what was it? Uh, 1997, 1997, 2007, 2020. Uh huh. So I'm just gonna assume he still looks like when he did in uh, Hunger Games. Okay. And then in, I'm assume 1997 is when he's like skinnier and had like the long dreads. Yes. In 2007, he's a little bit like buff. Yes, and that's right around the time I think that maybe he 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 might have cut his hair. Okay. I was thinking because I know he has a song. It ain't over till it's over. Mm-hmm. And I read the like genius Spotify thing, and it's he was trying to get his like wife back. Yeah, Lisa Bonet, because he cheated on her. So I was initially gonna kill the 2021, but I mean he might be the best marriage one because he's been through the most. It's not marriage. It's it, he, shag, marry, kill. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Dumbass. I'm sorry. All right. All right. So I was thinking, kill him. I'm just thinking about fucking Lenny Kravitz. That's all. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> because that's probably the worser looking of the three. Okay, so one more time. So that you're going to kill him? But I don't know. Okay. Because he might also be the best marriage. Talk it out. 1997, that's a shag. It has to be. That because song, you can't marry him. He's young, crazy, and wild rock star. Question, are you the pitcher or the catcher? See, I don't know. <laughs> I, I That's not something that's... It's it's a hard question to answer because I mean he's got those dreadlocks you can pull yeah <laughs> from the back <laughs> I don't know giddy up I don't really want to answer that one <laughs> I mean, how would you answer that one because unfortunately really... the question wasn't asked of me this is because I don't want carpet burn on my dick what from ass hair or no I feel like he doesn't what? have any what? ass hair what carpet burn it's a joke. 
fucking in the butt and there's hair scraping your dick the whole time? I don't think that's how it works. <sighs> Lenny Kravitz has soft butthole. You know, hair. I'm sure. Of it. <laughs> okay, Lenny Kravitz. You know what I mean, though, dude. I don't think that it dude was a has fucking joke. I don't think he has hair. I, the, I think he's a hairless you man. You know those, except his chest. He's got to have some, a little bit, and then like in the a, abs. A, a tasteful amount. But he, like, he's got the what is it? What is it called? That goes happy trail. He's got the happy yes. trail for sure. Yes, and it blossoms into a beautiful tree on the chest. Okay, but I thought you that was, was one of the jokes back in fucking like intermediate school mm. was like the yo mama shit, and one of them was yo mama so hairy you were born with carpet burn. So that's where I was. I was kind of channeling that. Um. So yeah, bang nineteen ninety seven, or him bang you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna shag. Um. We'll we'll kill two thousand seven, and we'll marry the twenty twenty one because he's got all the knowledge, and he has like the home in the Bahamas or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's mellowed out. Yeah. And he's got everything figured out. So yeah, that works for me. Y'all would make a great couple. <laughs> Thank you. I like that. And that was Ask Jack. All right. Let's uh, let's go to favorite parts. Taxi scene. Okay. The ultra shanking. I feel like there's been other movies where I've seen like a brutal shanking scene, but this was just ridiculous. Uh, yeah. And it wasn't like a prison shank. This was like a real fucking knife. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a sharpened toothbrush. No. Which I feel like would be a lot less damaging unless uh, there's like pathogens or whatever bacteria on a prison toothbrush. Some gingivitis. They stick it up their butt first and then they carve it. They probably do. <laughs> They probably do that shit in prison. They probably do. Gosh. <laughs> um, I think my favorite part, I really, I really have probably a couple. When he first meets the killer face to face. That was the, cool. the killer's holding the sickle and he's about fifteen yards down at the other side of the greenhouse mm-hmm. and it's dark and he's just standing there. And you can our, see his silhouette. Our hero, yeah, comes yeah. into the perfect lighting. And then the guy flips on the light, and they're just staring at each other. Mm-hmm. And there's a close-up of our hero, and his eye, one of his eyes is kind of twitching a little bit. And the guy just runs at him with the sickle, and you get to see how much of a badass... Uh, Dodges everything. Yeah, everything. And just fucks the dude up, puts a, like a plastic bag over his face, <laughs> basically almost just suffocates him to death, and then just leaves him in a hole, breaks his wrist, and leaves him with some money. And tracks him. Yeah. Yeah. So that was awesome. There was also, it's brutal, but it was it was, a, it was such a cool scene. When he killed the girl at first and he's dragging her away from her car to his car. It, it was a really cool aerial shot that yeah. they had going. And it yeah. was snowing. And, so you see this bloody uh, trail in the snow and you just. Yeah, I feel ugh. I feel a little sick for liking that part, but it was. <laughs> well, the cinematography was really good and it was really eerie. This whole movie was this, just... It was very It rough. was fucking brutal, man. Any just, parts where he was in and he's being creepy to these young girls, uh, those were the most uncomfortable scenes, I feel like, of any movie I've ever watched. I mean, I've squirmed so much, but this one was like... I didn't squirm. It was just so dark, and I just had... It, was, it just makes you feel like sinking in your entire body. Mm-hmm. Like, you want your eyes to roll back so you don't have to see it. It was a different kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it just makes you, it's sickening. It was a sickening moment rather than like a, oh, I, I, I can't, I hope they don't do that. It was, I mean, I did hope he didn't do it, but you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. One of the darkest movies for sure. Oh, the darkest movie we've ever done on here, without a doubt. Yeah, I don't really know what could contest. I mean, Midsummer was pretty dark. 
Yeah, it was, it was dark. But it was not consistently dark. No. They, I, there was that nasty gore when the old people with the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to talk about gore anymore. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm pretty much gored out, and our conversation has been pretty gore-heavy. So uh, let's get into Bucket of Chicken. Man, I'm going to give it to the main character. The uh, I guess there were two main characters. Uh, the secret agent one, because he was an Avenger, and he was cool as fuck one mm-hmm. and he he could dodge anything for the entire movie the worst wounds he got was like a scratch from a knife on his arm and a scratch from a knife on his chest the rest of the time he was like perfectly dodging everything and just delivering pain and that's something that we needed to see for sure throughout this movie because we saw a lot of other crap and mad respect to him for doing that my bucket of chicken, I really, this was put together so well. The mm-hmm. transitions, the shots, the pans, the, just the cinematography, it was, it was so well done. Just, I hate to say it's a beautiful movie. It was beautifully done. It's not a beautiful movie. It's one of the most horrifying movies that I think I've ever watched. Yeah. It, it was just really, really. They set the tone very quickly, oh, and gosh. I was worried you wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah, because uh, I do get anxiety watching movies sometimes, and I've tried to watch some things, and I'm just like, I can't. My anxiety is is too high. This one also, this movie also had some tenseness that I haven't yes. felt in a while. Yes. It's very strong. Mm-hmm. But I got to give it to the actor who played the bad guy. I was going to say, like, once you finish your bucket of chickens, I, I mean, was going to say that's, like, another choice for me. Yeah, he was phenomenal. He became that, man. Mm-hmm. And he played it so perfectly. He was scary. Oh, my gosh. You didn't really know what he, and you knew what he was going to do next, but you didn't know how he was going to do ne- what he was going to do. I, I feel like everybody he looked at, he automatically hated and planned on killing you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how it was. I, I think even if he wouldn't have put two and two together in the taxi that those guys were bad guys... I think he would have murdered both of them anyway. That's just who he was. All right, score time. Um, I'll give it a 70. Okay. I'm, I'm going to pass it <laughs> uh, because the movie was really good and it gave me a... Uh, this is going to sound so like psychotic or whatever. It gave me a taste of what I had been looking for in revenge movies, mm-hmm. which was that true, like, there were no boundaries. They were basically doing everything that is like the, no, you don't do that. And I was so excited in the moments where he just caught back up to the guy and was like, remember me? Time for part two and three or whatever of your torture. And I was just so excited because nothing had been able to live up. And I really can't deny that I did enjoy a big portion of this movie, whether it was... All of it until the very end. Yeah, I you loved I, I started it. losing interest a little bit before the very end because it started dragging. It dragged a little bit for me. I thought this was a really, really good movie. It was. It was a good. It movie. was very, very, very disturbing. I mean, I, I enjoyed it though. I, I, the I enjoyed story it. Was fantastic. I, I am definitely underscoring it for what it actually is and deserves, mm-hmm. and I know that. I don't. We we all know my grievances at this point. I don't think your perfect revenge movie exists. I don't think it ever will because I direct I, it. Well, here's the deal. I don't want to see what you want. I yeah, and I just, I, I just don't. At the end of the day, I know barely anybody would. It's just I get so worked up. I know. It's just one of those things where 
if I had the capabilities of not getting worked up in these situations where I'm watching a movie like this, I would have been fine with how it ended. But just the way I got so worked up, especially because there were movies leading up to this that all disappointed, and this one went the furthest without disappointing and actually exceeding my like revenge movie expectations for the most part. And this was also just this was this guy did the worst things ever. Yeah. Literally, there was no movie villain who did anything worse that I can think of off the top of my head. No. And so that made it even more, it made me even more worked up. That That's why. It's just like a stacking, stacking, stacking thing that if it was preventable for me, uh, I'd probably have to take like a Xanax or something. <laughs> yeah, it, I think so too. If it was preventable for me, I feel like I would have a more normal reaction like you and give it whatever you're about to give it because it was a solid movie. Gladiator wouldn't have gotten a 60. All these other movies, basically if I was a different person, <laughs> it, it, I would rate them differently. Yeah. Because I know they're good. I just can't. This <laughs> this was a really good movie. I'm going to give it a 91. It was definitely nice. an A. It I don't want to watch it again. Oh no. I, I don't want to see a movie even close to this for a long long time because it was really really hard to watch and, and there like were Moulin Rouge. There were <laughs> but, but it's in the same category. It of, is not in the same category. Okay. You didn't let me fucking finish. Because you can't put those two movies in a they sentence unless in, you're like, these are two movies we've watched. They are in the same category for me of, I can watch this once, and it better be a long fucking time before I ever sit down to watch it again to endure the emotions and feelings that are these movies. Yeah. But this one, for different reasons, albeit, you know, like one is horrible to watch and the other one is very sad to watch. But they get lumped in the same category of, I can't watch these <laughs> barely so, ever again. I think you gave Moulin Rouge a 100. Yes. Did you love the ending? Okay, well, I mean, nobody loves the ending where a character that you really love dies. Mm -hmm. But that's different. I didn't get worked up to the moon about that, about them surviving and going off together. I would have loved for that to happen. But it's that, that place was full of tragedy from the start. I wasn't ever promised anything. And and it's also a different emotion. That that movie was not about revenge, so I didn't get worked up super high like like fucking Cornholio mm -hmm. or when Beavis is fire, fire, fire. I, I wasn't like that with that movie. I'll, fucking I don't know. It's it's a different part of the brain, I feel like. I think this is the second movie that I've tried to check all your boxes in revenge. I think I'm done. I don't think I'm, I'm going to do this anymore. I don't think you're going to get better than this. I don't want to try because I this mean, movie yeah. was really harsh and disturbing. This has been a tough episode. Just talking about the stuff. It and brings just, it down. After watching a movie like this, uh, just really, really hard. And I feel it, it's a strange feeling that I have about this. Like I gave it an A, but so how could guilty? I... How could I like something with what I just saw in it? You it's know what a I mean? Story. I know, but it's just ugh. Does it actually make you like struggle a little bit? You feel a little bit about yourself? A little bit, yeah. Because I mean, look, I really really enjoyed it, but it was so dark and so disturbing and horrible, horrible things happened in this movie and there's part of me like Why'd you give it a fucking A, you yeah, sick fuck? Exactly. Exactly. I think you should feel fine about yourself. It's just uh, And it's just a movie. 
I know. And those weren't the parts you enjoyed. Those were the parts that made that character that character and built him up to be this grand villain, you know? Like, those were necessary for the movie. Well, may- maybe not. They could have just, like, indicated it. It was just <laughs> it was just sick. It, 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 was, it, was, it was a sick, sick, sick movie. movie. I, uh... Now you're calling it sick, bro? <laughs> you're, you're sick. All right. Uh, anything else? Um, this movie's not for the faint of hearted. Uh, no. Watch at your own risk. Uh, so do I get the, the next pick? Um, it's only fair because this movie, it was great. It left a sour taste in my mouth, but not like other previous movies. It didn't bring me down so far to where I was like inconsolable about what I had just witnessed, surprisingly, because this did lead me up the most, but I talked through it a bunch and I feel good. And the fact that you did pick it for me, that doesn't really go into the the mix of me saying, yes, you get it, but it adds to it now that I think yeah. about it. So yes, sure. But don't make a habit out of, oh, I picked this for you. <laughs> So I get uh, I get the next three weeks, right? I picked this one for you. So I think I'm done picking movies for you. Yeah, I don't know why you would. Well, because you were in a I, shitty I, mood I, today, and so I, I tried to pick a good revenge movie for but you. But then I was in a good mood, and you were in the shitty mood. Because you were in a shitty mood, and it got me in a shitty mood. And then you should have just picked a movie for you then. I, I am fully selfish. When I'm picking my movies, it's because I think it looks a certain way. <laughs> I think, damn, this is going to be awesome. Pick shit you want to watch for yourself. Uh, none of the shit that you're going to want to watch for yourself is going to be torture for me to watch. So, Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 113. If you would like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram at Twitter at MovieMuggin. If you would like to email us, MovieMuggin at gmail.com. If you have a question for Jack, just email it on over. And uh, we like that game. We do. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if you want to buy us pizza, Head on over to our website. Our friends over at uh, Film Stripping bought us a pizza one day. I got an extravaganza. Thank you, Chris and Erica, for that. I already thanked them on Instagram, but, you know, it's it's nice to thank them for all the that world here. That was a long-ass time ago. Were we just now verbally thanking them for that? Uh, well, like I said, I thanked them on Instagram. I, I did. <laughs> I said verbally. Yeah. It's like getting a Christmas gift and then saying thank you like eight months later. Yeah, so if you want to buy us a pizza, we're uh, we're hungry boys. Um, just go over and click on the buy us a pizza icon and and take care of us. But you don't have to. No, obviously. of course you don't have to. Well, you're like we're hungry. Take care of us. Everybody, you're you're going to continue to get please. this wonderful content whether you buy us a pizza or not. Yeah, AKA we just gave you a free pass to not buy us a pizza. Yeah, fuck. We don't care. Buy us a pizza if you want to. If you don't want to, that's fine. We don't fucking care. We're going to love you no matter what if you continue to listen to us. All right, until next time, have a movie mugging day. Later. A huge and uncontrollable penis.